Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly. Well, welcome and welcome again. Happy, happy new year. Oh my goodness. Happy, happy, joy, joy, indeed. Well, welcome to my show. This is called Career Combat. My name is Kelly Combat. I use she, her pronouns. And if you're new to the show, I'd like to explain a little something, something. All right. So the way that the show works is we are on the empowerment channel. And what does that mean to you? Why should you care? Well, you should care about that because of the fact that you are empowered to do whatever you want in your life. Every day we write the book. I know that's a song, but every day we indeed do write the book. You have a chance every single day to empower yourselves, whether it's within your career or within your life, to do what you want to do. And so that's why we are on that channel. And Career Combat is all about careers. Sometimes we have guests and sometimes we really, really pinpoint specific topics that matter to you. This show is designed around you. And when you reach out to me via email or online and you're saying things like, I wonder why you haven't talked about this topic yet. Well, maybe it's because somebody hasn't told me to (laughs) because of the fact that I'm not just doing this on my own. You are helping me with this show. And so over the last few weeks, unfortunately, there have been a lot of folks who have reached out to me and have said, I got laid off. Yeah, I got laid off. And I have to say to you folks that it's, it, it's disheartening when I hear that news, whether I hear it on LinkedIn or I get an email, not only because I, I can imagine what that person is going through, it's disheartening, especially around the end of the year. I mean, let's face it. We have a lot of holidays, Jewish holidays, Christmas, Kwanzaa. We have so many things that we are trying to focus on. The weather is changing. It's it's getting colder. Winter is coming. I, I, I love Game of Thrones. Sorry for throwing that in there. <laughs> but it, it is hard. And, and there is no good time of the year. Let's face it. There's no good time of the year to go through something so, so disheartening, so tragic so hard, but it's especially hard at the end of the year. And I I typically will scratch my head thinking, wow, I mean, what about now? What about all the things that that person was planning to rest and recover and rejuvenate and then to be hit with that kind of news? How many of you have been through something like that? How many of you? How many of you have gotten that notice? whether it was a 30-day notice or whether it was that day. And what was going through your mind when that news hit you? First, it's, it's all the stages of grief that we think about. Why? Why me? Why now? What did I do? What happened? That is why I'm going to be talking about that today. I got laid off. Now what? And I'm not here to tell you exactly pinpointing exactly what you need to do. I'm giving you suggestions. And I want to make sure that you hear my disclaimer. I'm not exactly saying that you should follow everything that I say to a T. Because as I said before, you are empowered to make your own decisions. And I'm urging you If you have legal counsel, if you have somebody that you can reach out to, whether it's friends, family, I always talk about that board of of, of trustees, those people that you can trust, that you can go to, to give you that, not only advice, but to be able to give you sound, sage information. Make sure that you go to those individuals. And if you've been given a proper notice to make sure that You're going to that human resources representative, whoever is at that company, if you're still there, to be able to navigate what's next. Because they can be a, a, they can have so much information. They can be a beacon of hope 
in terms of resources, phone numbers, websites, you name it. And because at the end of the day, it is their job. And I can tell you quite honestly, because of my over 20 years of experience in human resources and diversity, equity, and inclusion, I can promise you that is what they are there for. And if they're not doing that, then keep looking. Keep looking for that assistance. We're giving up those suggestions. And you are empowered to ultimately know what's right for you. And only you'll know that internally. But I'll be providing you stories, information, all kinds of suggestions. And we'll be talking also about coaching. Because if you think about it, coaching could actually provide you some insight where you're making your own self-discovery. And I'll provide you some questions as a coach, as a certified coach, that I would be asking you if you were my client and if you came to me with this news. So let us begin. One of the things that I know for sure is that it's hard when you have news like that. And when we think about all the news that we've experienced over the years, especially this past year, 23 was hard. And now we have a new chance to start it all over again. Again, we rewrite the book every single day. We do. And every single page, every single day is another chapter in your story. And at the same time, it's a both and. And at the same time, we live in a VUCA world. V-U-C-K. V-U-C-A. VUCA world. Have you ever heard of that? V-U-C-A, VUCA World. Well, what it stands for, we've been saying this phrase since, I want to say about 2002. And a VUCA World is an acronym, V as in Victor, U-C as in Cat, A. And what it stands for is volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. Volatility uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. Isn't that so true? Whether it's the news that we see or what's happening at work, massive layoffs. And of course, if you are affected by that, we all are, whether or not we have it in our own family or uh, with it, when it comes to our faith or whatever it may be, we may not be directly impacted but we know of someone who these things have happened to them. And when they do happen, we want to be a sounding ear. We want to be a beacon of support and hope. But if it happens to us, where do we turn? Who do we go to? And that volatility, it's never ending, isn't it? The uncertainty is hard because you don't know what to do. You don't know what to expect. You hear that your company is laying off maybe a couple of hundred of employees. These are your friends. These are sometimes people that you have hung out with, or maybe you are not friends with those individuals, but you still feel for them. It's that, that empathy that you feel. And then there's that uncertainty that, am I next? Am I next? Is this going to happen to me? And when? It's complex because. You're thinking, I've been working here for 10 years. I've only been in this industry. What else am I going to do? Or I'm a person of a certain age. What am I going to do? And you may be having all sorts of things that you're thinking about. This is going to be in my way. This is going to stop me from success. But I promise you, if you think about a strategy, a plan, and you think about reaching out to those resources, that board of directors, those trustees, those people that are in your life, mentors, advocates, therapy, coaches, all kinds of folks that can help you through this, it will be okay. Everything is a lesson. No matter how hard it is, everything is a lesson. And when we think about it, it's not rejection, it's redirection. 
I'll say it again. It's not rejection. It's not you. It's really just redirection. Redirection for so much more that you could possibly be experiencing. Because it had to happen for you to experience more. So let's break it down. You get the notice. The notice that you've been laid off. And we just talked about some of the things that may be going through your mind. What is the first thing that you're going to do? Because as a coach, what I would be asking you is not about really just coaching the problem. It's a both and. I would be speaking to you around understanding and having empathy for what you're going through, paying attention to what you're saying and what you're not saying. And what exactly are you feeling right now? And what do you want to do about it? What does success look like six months from now or three months from now? What is your target goal for getting what's next? And is having a new job, working at another organization right for you? Only you know the answers to those questions. That's only you. And no coach is going to tell you what to do because that's not our role. And there are so many folks that can provide you options, things that you may not be even thinking about, like career counselors. I had a guest on a few weeks ago, Tramel D. Jones, and that's what she does. Tramel is amazing. She's a career architect. She's someone who really focuses in this space. And she would take you through those similar kinds of questions to get you thinking outside of the box. Because there's so much more in store for you. I'm not trying to, you know, be cheesy or, or, or to sound as if the gray skies are here and everything's going to clear up. Because maybe those gray skies are going to last longer for you than maybe the next person. That's okay. That's all right. At the end of the day, it's all around planning. Have the space to mourn. Have the space to let it go. And also, at the same time, have the space to be able to construct a plan. Proper scaffolding is what I like to call it. A proper foundation of what am I going to do? What is my career roadmap? Day by day, it's a new year. Every single day, what am I actually going to do about this? So take your time. Maybe it's a day. Maybe it's three days. Maybe it's a week. However long you need. And for some of you, if the savings aren't there or if you don't have other resources, maybe that timing needs to be shortened. But one thing we know is for sure, we need to plan accordingly. Another message I want to share with you is, as I've been receiving emails about folks that have been let go, they said I failed. I, I had at least five people tell me I, I failed. That's why they chose me. I failed. No matter what evidence was presented to them. In terms of performance feedback, letters of accolade, uh, even achievements, awards, uh, it didn't matter. It didn't matter to them that they had all these things backing up their great performance. All that mattered to them was that they were let go. And so, as I said, about five or six people told me, I failed. And my response to that was, what evidence do you have to support that? And of course, they said, well, I was let go. And then, of course, I followed up with, what was it like before that notice? What was the evidence that supported that before that notice? And that's where that light bulb went off. I got great emails. I've had great performance evaluations. Okay. And that light bulb is everything, isn't it? That turning point, that fork in the road where you decide, no, I didn't fail. I'm only finding answers in learning an acronym that I talk about all the time on my show, finding answers in learning or fail. It's just a reframing. And so, yes, we need time to grieve. We need time to mourn the loss of the job. 
the loss of going to the same place every day or being online and going there three days a week and being online two days a week. Whatever hybrid situation you have, maybe you were even remote. It doesn't matter your situation. We need time to let that go. And at the same time, we need time to be able to plan. And what's really important is the amount of effort that you put into that plan. So again, I'll repeat myself. You did not fail. You did not fail in the sense in which you are accustomed to thinking failure means. You did in fact fail, but you are finding answers in learning. You are learning every step of the way. There is a reason why this happened. And the reason is not about you. It's about you doing greater things, you having other opportunities. Maybe it's an opportunity. The window is now open to start your own business. The window is open to chase your passion. The window is open to do much more. And I've seen it so many times in my career. I've worked at a lot of very major multinational corporations where I've seen rounds and rounds of layoffs. You can imagine I have. And when those days occur, when that actually happens, there's a lot of pouring out for support. But ultimately, it is absolutely up to you what you do with it. The days that follow after are what's really going to be where the rubber meets the road. It's when you put those gears into the next step, the next phase. Okay, now what? And that's why I titled it, I Got Laid Out. Now what? It's about what now? What do I do next? And that's what we're going to concentrate on after we take a really quick break. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome, welcome back. I hope you were able to grab a nice winter beverage and a snack. And now we're back. And before the break, we were talking about all things getting laid off. And I know it's an ominous, ominous topic. I understand that. I I do. And at the same time, I, I do realize that When I see a trend, when I see a lot of feedback from folks, listeners who are saying, I I really need to understand what this is all about. Uh, There's lots of information out here, but Kelly, I really would like for you to speak on this. And what a proper time of year uh, because of the fact that we are entering into a new era of our lives, 2024. Can you believe it? And before the time that we were thinking that we were going to be going into the holidays. 
some of us, unfortunately, unfortunately got that notice that they were being let go from their organizations. And what a time of year for that to happen. It's it's always bad in terms of what you think is going to happen, the, the negative stuff. I challenge you to think of what's positive about it. I know that might be a little strange for me to say, but there also could be redirection instead of what you may be thinking, which is you might be thinking re- rejection. And that may not even be the case at all, especially when you have all kinds of accolades where you've worked and all kinds of consistency, working there 10, 15, 20 years. Sometimes we just don't see the signs, do we? Well, now what we're going to talk about, everyone, is all around what do you do next? What, in fact, do you do next? Uh, A few years ago, I want to say, oh, my gosh, it's been easily about 11 years ago. And this person who was in my life and, you know, you you move on, you you move and you you fall, you don't really follow up with folks. Uh, you haven't talked to them in a long time. And I'm sure that if I talked to this person, everything would be like we didn't miss a beat, like we didn't skip a day. But this person, uh, you know, told me that I could share this story Um And, uh, you know, when it happened all those years ago, because they said, I I really want other people to learn from what happened to me. So to let you know what happened, about 11 years ago, uh, this friend of mine was laid off. They got that notice, that, that, that notice where they were very concerned, very scared, very afraid of what was going to be next. And when they got that notice, they said to me right away, they, they called me up because they knew that I had this background in human resources. And they said, well, I really want to focus on what's next. What do I do next? And so, well, I told them, I said, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I can offer up some options. It's ultimately up to you what you end up choosing. And they said, well, the first thing I want to do is I want to send you my CV or my resume. So they sent it to me and they asked for a proper review and for some feedback. And so I did this and this person was very technical, very, very long history of uh, being uh, in technical industries and technical companies and such. And so I reviewed the CV and I wrote back to them, okay, so let's set up a time so that I can give you this feedback. They said, okay, no problem. So I went ahead and had that conversation with them, and we were on the phone maybe about 35 minutes when they said, okay, uh, enough feedback. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I'm just going to do what I want to do. And I said, uh, you know, have I uh, offended you? W- what happened? Because I could sense. I could sense from their tone that they were upset because of the feedback. I, I was providing some very specific information on things to change on the CV, but I always offer up, even back then, I always offer things up as opportunities, suggestions, never a mandate, never a, if you don't do this, it's not going to be good, just options, all options. At the same time, they, they weren't ready to hear those options. So I said, no problem. That's okay. I'm here for whenever you need me. And they said, okay. Now, during the time in which they had been laid off, they didn't have a lot of notice. I think they only had, uh, I think, 24 hours or it it was something very short. And what ended up happening was they were involved in a lot of extracurricular activities, sports, things like that, uh, being in different leagues. And they ended up spending a lot of their time doing those hobbies. And at the same time, I... I I thought to myself, wow, I wonder why they aren't pouring into this next step. What do I need to do next? How do I recover from this? But then I started thinking, maybe that's how they needed to recover. Maybe that's how they needed to grieve and mourn through physical activity. And we know that physical activity can provide so many endorphins and serotonin and so many things that make us feel good 
that release stress. What do they always tell you? Walk, move, move your body, do things to make sure that you're getting that fresh air, that rejuvenation. So that was a lesson that I learned. The lesson that they learned was that they, in fact, told me that they had spent too much time with the movement and the activities, that they, they allowed that period to last way too long, that they should have treated that planning period like a job. And then the ding, ding, ding light went over my head, that light bulb went over my head. And I said, wow, this is, this is good information. Would you mind if I shared it with others? Because it's great sound advice from somebody who went through the trenches, who went through getting that notification. And the person said, absolutely, you can share it. And so all these years later, it's now 11, almost 12 years later, the person's doing quite well, but they are only doing better because they learned. Again, finding answers in learning. They learned that, yes, moving my body and getting out here and doing all these sports really helped me grieve. At the same time, maybe I did it way too long. And I should have been pouring more effort and attention into the planning period. And again, treat using this person's words, treating it like a job. So what does that mean exactly? Treating it like a job. The job search can be grueling, grueling indeed. And I'm not saying that because I've been through it as a candidate. I'm saying it just in general. It can be grueling. There are so many antiquated systems that can be really hard to maneuver. We need to spend time and be patient with this process. And as a coach, I would ask you, what's in your control? We can't control the fact that sometimes these systems are hard. When I'm talking systems, I'm speaking about platforms, uh, applications. You send in your resume, your CV, and then they still want you to fill out a lot of these, uh, these uh, job boards and things that are connected to their company websites. And you're thinking to yourself, I just sent you this information. Or why is a cover letter needed? That is not within our control. What is within our control is how we respond to it, or what I like to call 100% responsibility. That's not saying that you're 100% responsible all the time. No, in fact, what it means is that 100% of the time, you have the ability to respond a certain way. Get it? Responsibility. Ability to respond 100% of the time. No matter if you're laid off, no matter if you're frustrated by the job boards <laughs> or, or frustrated with the application process or the litany of interviews that you have to do. Very frustrating indeed. We always have a choice. It can be very telling if you're going through a process and you're having to interview six, seven, eight, nine times. It's way too many times. Way too many times. As your coach, I would ask you, what are you going to do about it? What is within your sphere of influence? What is within your sphere of influence is treating your search like a job. Meaning a dedicated time, a start time, an end time, a break time. And really focusing on that, paying attention to every aspect, having a plan. Maybe you use an online planner or maybe use a physical planner, a desktop planner, whatever it is. It's something that you really need to pay attention to. One planner that I like to use is called Legend Planner. And the reason why I bring it up is I have no affiliation with the company at all. It's just that I've been using it for the last couple of years. It's actually a gift that I give to my coachees. When I have a new client, it is a welcome gift that I give to them. And the reason why I do that is maybe they 
don't use physical planners, but some there's something about writing it down. There's something about a planner that has everything, meaning things like habits, habit tracking, goal setting, bucket lists, five-year goals, three-year goals, 10-year goals, vision, mission, all those things to have one place to open it up and there's your life story. Day by day, hour by hour, what are you planning? So maybe it's Legend Planner or maybe it's an online planner. There's there's plenty of really good online planners. Some people use OneNote. Some people use a, a variety of things online. And that's great too. Notion, that's another good one. To really track everything that you're doing. Treat it like a job, my friend said. Intentionality. Almost like you're clocking in. You may not be working that day or for those few months, but every single day, you're choosing to do this work, pouring into yourself, networking. And you're time blocking what those activities are. And you're also time blocking to rest because we know that Not only can this process be grueling, but it also can be really taking away from your energy cup. In previous episodes, I always talk about your life battery and protecting your peace. And this process might be detracting from that. It might be depleting it. So every day, Just like you check your battery on your phone, you're looking, oh, I have 75% power. I'm good. (laughs) I have 15% power. I'm not so good. I need to find find my plug. I need to find the wireless charging. Where's that station? Where's my plug? I challenge you to ask yourselves, if this has happened to you and you are currently laid off, what is your life battery today? And check it every single day. Not just as you're planning, not just as you're job searching and interviewing and networking and putting your name out there, updating your LinkedIn, whatever you're doing, all good things, all things that are going to be good for you. What's also good for you is to take a break. And maybe there's one day that you're not doing this at all. What is that day of the week that you're not doing this at all? Hopefully you're protecting your peace and maybe it's Saturdays and Sundays you're not doing this. Maybe perhaps it's a Thursday and that's the day that you need to get to the gym, get outside, walk around and provide yourself that, again, rejuvenation because that is just as important as the networking, just as important as getting feedback from others on your interviewing, on your LinkedIn page, on your platforms that you might be on. Maybe you have your own personal website, getting feedback on that. Whatever it is, those things are just as important. Feedback, networking, LinkedIn, interviews, all good things. It's also good to stay Hydrated, (laughs) hydrated, to set boundaries. A famous actress recently said that she stays youthful in terms of her approach to life and open-mindedness by making sure that she does two things, water and boundaries. And I laughed when I saw that because I said, yep, (laughs) water and boundaries. So definitely water and boundaries. And stay vigilant, folks. Stay vigilant. And stay ready so that you don't have to get ready. We know that if you're not paying enough attention to the work that needs to be done, then it's just not going to happen. Everything that you're doing is going to take you in the direction that you want to be. I have way too many stories, way too many clients that have been exactly where you are. 
and they've seen the other side of it and they're greater for it because they didn't fail. They found answers in learning. And now they're way better than where they were before. And they could have never imagined it. Never in a million years could they have imagined it. And I applaud them for it. I applaud them for getting the help. I applaud them for making sure that they were putting themselves first. Not last, not second, not fifth, but first. So how have you put yourself first today? What have you done? Check your calendar. Check your calendar and look, what is the common denominator of what's on my calendar? And that will tell you what matters most to you. Are you putting yourself first or are you putting yourself last? And that calendar could have things like getting out for a walk, making sure that you're interviewing, making sure that you're spending job searching online, spending all that time, all the things that you need to do. And you look at the percentage of time that you're spending, that'll tell you what you matter most. If you matter most, you'll see it in the calendar. You'll see it in your activities. You'll see it in the things that you're doing or not doing. That's what you need to do. It's always an option to think about all these things and choose your own adventure. Think about the things that I've said that really illuminate and you'll know, you'll, you'll feel it in your soul. You'll feel it in your heart that, yep, that, that, that's the thing that resonates with me most and then go ahead and do it. So I'll let you think and reflect on that. Let it, let it marinate for a few moments. We're going to take a very quick break. And in the meantime, thanks for listening. We'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Well, hello, hello, and hello again. Thanks for taking that quick break with me, and welcome back. Before the break, we were talking about a variety of things when we have experienced some of the hardest things that can ever happen to us. When you think about some of the most stressful things in life, the loss of a friend, the loss of a job, It is a loss. It is a loss. And at the same time, we need to think about what are we going to actually do about it? There's a time to grieve, and then there's a time to really pull yourself up 
and think about what's next. So we talked about a variety of things, things like making sure that you are extending your outreach to others that can be your advocates, your allies, people in power to be able to help you. You never know who's going to be able to help. You can also think about what are you going to do within checking your life battery every single day, even on the weekends. Am I at 10%? Am I at 80%? You're going to have those highs and lows, and it's going to be really cool for you to track that every day. However you can do it, you can do it online. There's plenty of apps for that. Check it every single day. There's other things that I haven't mentioned yet because we have so much more to share. One thing is gratitude. No matter how low you're feeling, gratitude can always improve your attitude. So thinking about the that grace for yourself, that patience for yourself, and even in the worst of times when you're like, my whole world was this job. For some people, it is, unfortunately. There are other things that we can be thankful for. And I can tell you from personal experience, the times when I'm thinking, what, what is it? <laughs> what is it? I will think of even things like clean water, uh, consistent Wi-Fi. or well, I mean, sometimes you, you have to really get creative about it just to have a variety of things to cling on to for that gratefulness. It does hold me up though. I, I promise you, it holds me up every single day. And for those times where I do forget, because I do, I get busy, I forget to do it. I double up the next day. So next we're going to talk about that elephant in the room. When you are down and you're not able to even get out of bed, and you're not able to get a, a good, nice breakfast or some coffee or, or something to get you moving and grooving, to get you outside, to get you walking, to get you that fresh perspective. Sometimes that elephant in the room is there and we just don't want to face facts. What are you going to do about it when it happens? Or in other words, what is your if-then plan? If that happens, because we know it most likely will, what are you going to do? What is the action plan? Because I would rather you plan in advance for when that happens so that you have a go-to method as opposed to just letting it happen and then nothing happens. You're just stuck. And that's a feeling that we've all been through, feeling completely overwhelmed and stuck. So if you haven't been laid off, if you're listening and it's never happened to you, okay. I also believe that it's important to plan in advance. So that's why this episode is so very important. So as a coach, an another thing that I like to really focus on is how do you keep yourself honest with your goals? It's January 5th, folks, brand new year, 2024, and I'm here to tell you, resolutions don't work. <laughs> da, da, da. Resolutions don't work. They don't. It's a fact that resolutions only work 8% of the time. That's right, 8%. Do you want to know why? They're too big. They're way too big. The resolutions that we set for ourselves are way too big. And I've done it. I will admit it. You know, on this show, I'm as real as it gets. <laughs> I have failed so many times before and not in the finding answers and learning point, but actual like, no, it, no, this wasn't good. And at the same time, I, I made sure years later when I finally did find those answers and learning, I did realize that I just bit off way more than I could chew. And I needed to break it down into micro chunks or micro steps, or some people call them baby steps. Because when I achieve the baby steps or the micro step goals, I say to myself, wow, good for you. And it keeps me moving. It keeps me going. So what is that small step that you're going to take now that you've gotten this notice? What's going to put one foot in front of the other? 
What's going to put you ahead every step of the way? Because a resolution is not going to do it. Think about it for an example. In past years, Jan 1, we say, I'm going to lose this amount of weight and I'm going to work out an hour and a half every day. How often is that going to happen? For most of us, I'm sure you're listening and you're saying, yep, that's happened to me in the past. And you can fill in the blank for whatever goal that is. On this show, we talk about careers. We talk about a lot of other things too that flow into the careers because we are whole people. <laughs> they, these things flow into each other. We can't separate them, how we're feeling and how we show up in our roles, whether you own a business or you work at an organization. But for those of you who have gotten that notice in the past or you received it right before the holidays, know that we're here for you, number one. And number two, know that there is something that you can do about it and that there is so much more for you ahead. Another thing I like to offer up, again, it's always an offering. Sometimes people look at interviews as I'm only going to interview for the companies that I'm seeking the most. That's it. I'm only going to interview there, my dream roles, my dream organizations, the organizations that really validate my values. And we have that in common. I'm not so sure if that's the best way to go. Of course, it's great to have your goals and your tiers of different companies that you're after. But think about this at the same time. Interviews are such great practice. It's excellent networking. And who else is going to be able to provide you that opportunity to get it going? Because some of you may not have interviewed for a lot of years. Maybe you got your role a lot of years ago and you haven't had to interview since. It's a whole new world. I know that's another song, but it's a whole new world out here. And so to interview, to keep that engine moving and moving and moving is only going to help you. Doesn't matter if you don't get the role. What matters most is that you're improving the way in which you're showing up. And that confidence increases every time because a recruiter's secret, I will tell you, it's all about the confidence. It's all about the confidence that you have. It's not about whether or not you check off every, everything on their list. That doesn't matter. Apply anyway. Apply anyway. If you feel it in your soul that I think I should do this, then do it. And don't let anybody stop you. Show up for the interview, whether it's online or, or not. Some of them are just video uh, interviews and you're providing answers to no one. It's just a video. Whatever style of interview that they have, group interview, panel, whatever, show up and show out. Because every time you will get better. Because as Kobe Bryant said, as so many people have said, it takes 10,000 hours to get to greatness. That's what it took for Kobe or Michael Jackson or whomever. So whatever you, of course, it's not going to be 10,000 hours for you to get the job. But for every single thing that you're doing, you're chipping away those micro steps, those baby steps towards the next, towards your passion, towards what you want. Think about that. What is it that you want to do and what's going to stop you? Because many times it's you. Ask yourselves, what's getting in your way to moving forward? Isn't that a powerful question? What is getting in your way in order to move forward? And another question I have for you is, what specific books, classes, podcasts, other activities that you could be doing to keep it moving forward and filling yourself with positivity? We are the company that we keep. Who are you surrounding yourself with? And sometimes, we have people in our lives for a reason, and sometimes it's for a season. 
Think about all the people that are contributing to your success and those of the folks that are not. And maybe you need to make a change. This show is all about empowerment. I said it at the beginning of the call. This is all about empowerment. This show is all about you. And while we may go through life's ups and downs, it's inevitable that what goes up must come down. We have these highs and lows, these ebbs and flows. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to treat what's next like a job and be intentional? Have a plan, use a planner, whether it's online or otherwise. Are you going to be serious about it? Or are you just going to spend time thinking about why this happened? You did not fail. You are finding answers in learning. And remember about the charging, charging yourself. What do you need to do to keep yourself motivated? You are not being rejected when you're laid off. It's opening a door for a redirection. But that redirection only happens if you let it. Whatever is within your sphere of control, move it forward. Because if it's only about thinking about why me, why did this happen, what is happening here, why me, why not someone else, I don't understand. As a coach, I would ask you, how is that helping you? How are those thoughts helping you? And you've got to do some really, really deep soul searching to understand what you need to do to move on. So all of what I'm saying here, folks, is you are on the greatest adventure of your life, the greatest adventure of your life. It may not seem like that right now after getting such horrible news, or if you know someone who received news like this, I'd ask you to reframe. What's another word that you can use other than horrible that puts it into a positive perspective in order to move forward? I want to thank you as always for listening. This topic is hard. It's hard to talk about. It's hard to listen to, especially when you're going through it. But keep this in mind. Keep this in mind that you are everything that you need to protect your peace. And never forget that. And until next time, everyone, see ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week.